It's a trap! childhood trauma hello and welcome to radio tcx your weekly source for x-wing news and strategy i'm tim dugan and i'm joined as always by my co-host carson ray hey everybody great day to talk about some x-wing and john mcdermott hey everybody great day to talk about reliving my childhood trauma i guess (laughs) i'm not going to include that part in i might it'll be in the after credits where we find out, was John born before the Star Wars Special Editions came out? Um, So this week we're going to be talking, we've got some points finally. Recent release of the TIE RV Heavy and the Heralds of Hope expansion. So we've got points for all those ships now and all those pilots. Uh, So we're going to be talking about today, see what's actually worth worth space in your squads. Uh, Spoilers, everything is very cheap, unless you're a Nantex. Everything is priced to move. Oh, yeah, we'll also cover a little bit about the Nantex nerf. Uh, Plenty to talk about today, so I think we should get right into it. All right, so should we talk about the Nantex in the room? Well, that's not a good intro. Let me try that again. I liked it. (laughs) Keep it. All right, so let's talk about that really big piece of news that we got recently about X-Wing. Fantasy Flight finally kind of acknowledged that people play X-Wing on uh, Tabletop Simulator. I, which I feel like is huge news. It's the biggest part of news from this article, right? I mean, I don't know. Fantasy Flight doing their job. That was news, right? Jeez. Um, <laughs> oh, it's too much. All right. Uh, oh, and they just oh, they just canceled the interview. We had upset up with the devs right when you said that, Carson. Darn. My bad. Oh, that was going to be a good um, piece of content there. All two of them. No, this is great. Um, I mean, Nantex is going up, what is it, like four points? Uh, for those initiative four bugs that we all loved, um, playing against six of those was really fun. Uh, when you you know you destroy like two of them and they still have like a full list against you, uh, it was great. Um, now they can only bring five, or they could bring six, but um, they're initiative three, so that's better. Yeah, no, I think that this seems like a pretty good move. I think they. Um you're right they are doing what is their job and they're uh fixing this up so you have to go lower initiative if you're still going to run six that will still probably be pretty fine um i'm thankful that everyone who started playing x-wing in second edition can now have fond memories to look back at like you know in first edition for us i feel like it was like triple u-boats triple jump masters which dominated things for so long and was not the most entertaining to play against if you weren't also flying them. Now I feel like everyone in second edition also has that squad that they can look back at and be thankful that things have changed. Yeah, I mean, I'm still what probably going to be knocked out of Coruscant by some of these Nantex. Oh, like, for they're sure. They're still probably pretty good, yeah. Um. <laughs> but now we've got some room for some other lists to uh, step up to the plate. Maybe some lists containing some of these new uh, new pilot cards that came out in the recent expansions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, looking at both of these, um, I mean, great models. I mean, we already knew the resistance models are great, but they got some great paint schemes too. Tie Heavy's looking awesome, but man, these points. And John, now when I... That was a surprise. When we were talking about how many of the new ships we each would need, and uh, I was saying you'd probably want to get three Tie RB Heavies, you thought two might be enough. Um, Now that you've seen these point costs, how many Tie RB Heavies do you need, John? Uh, I think I want four. Ne- okay, need i i mean i could i could have like six of them that'd be pretty cool but i only i want like four i think you could make a pretty decent list with four of them 
Oh, that would be so beefy too. Oh, they're just chon- each. such chonky boys. I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to store these things. They're so big. Well, right, like they f- they're slightly bigger than a Thai Punisher, right? I actually don't have. They're shipping to me tomorrow, so I don't have one on hand right now. But so I've seen one like in a store. So they're taller than the Thai Punisher, and they're just as wide. Because I mean, like it's it's they make a Thai Punisher look like a Thai bomber. That's yeah. that's what they do. I mean, this is effectively the tie Punisher with like the tie solar panels on the sides, size wise. So, like, and I already don't know what to do with like my Z class shuttle because it's such an awkward shape, and now I just have these things to deal with. Good problem to have, I guess. But I'm excited for these new pilots. Well, let's look at the points too here. So I think that's a big, big part of it. Obviously, what we're going to talk about it today. Uh, all the tie RB heavies coming in sub forty points, which I think is pretty interesting. So up on the high end, the Initiative Four Rampage. Coming in at 39 points, this is the pilot which, after you execute a speed 3 to 4 maneuver, you may choose a ship in your mobile arc at range 0 to 1. If you do, that ship gains one strain token or two strain tokens if you are damaged. I like this ability. I mean, I feel like, you know, it does take some setup, but, you know, they don't have shields. They just have 8 hull. So that, like, damaged condition of the pilot ability is not super hard to attain. They've only got one agility to back up those 8 hull, so... I don't know, like, pretty good ability. We've seen how effective strain can be um, in, you know, reducing your opponent's agility on their ships. And, you know, this thing can, you know, at range 0 to 1, it can pump out three dice, which is, you know, pretty good. Do some damage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, strain is obviously really great for setting up. I like the idea of having the tie RB heavy, because this thing with some cannons will be able to put out some damage, but to also be able to use it to synergize with your other TIE fighters. I mean, 39 points is not that much to invest in what's a pretty solid ship chassis that can also support, like, a TIE swarm on the side with it. Right, and I mean, like, this thing is hyperspace legal, and the options for hyperspace upgrades... There's some pretty good cheap options on there too. So you can like kit out your rampage if that's the pilot you choose to fly and still come in, you know, probably around that 45 point range, which is pretty good. But if you want to go even cheaper, you can look at the initiative three pilot, uh, Lytan Dree. I think it's Lytan, Lytan, whatever. Um, that's the initiative three tie RB heavy. Uh, has a pretty interesting ability. While a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 performs an attack, if you are in the defender's uh, either side arc, so left or right, the attacker may re-roll one attack die. Yeah, so so this one's interesting. So it's kind of like the inverse of what we see with uh, Sinker over on the Republic arc side, where that one gives re-rolls to friendly ships based on them being in your side arc. This one's a little trickier, having having to have to be in the target side arc, right? Because um, I, I guess I didn't always feel like the TIE RB Heavy would be a ship that's going to get into the middle of the fight, depending so much so often on cannon upgrades. But this ship is like, you know, with just the mobile firing arc, getting in close is a pretty good way to get the damage out, right? Because you want to be rolling three attack dice. So I throw this in there. You can take the damage because you've got eight hit points. And then also if you can throw extra rerolls to friendly ships, which is not limited, right? Which is pretty crazy. So you could have, a you know, a TIE Swarm of six TIE Fighters or whatever, and they all get rerolls. That's pretty solid. Yeah, we also have like the two generics there, uh, the Onyx Squadron Sentry, which is 36 points, and then on the low end we have the Karita Academy Cadet, which is fun to say, three times fast, uh, for 34 points. Yeah, I think... I like the Onyx Squadron Sentry over Lytandry because it's a point cheaper, it's the same initiative, and it gains access to that pilot talent upgrade slot, which Lytan does not have, 
So like oh. while her ability is interesting, I think I'd rather take, you know, the point cheaper and have the option to put a tile on it. So that's kind of where my head's at. Okay, that's interesting to me, John. So what talent do you think is worth it that you'd lose out on the potential rerolls? Because I get, I get it, Lighten's a little bit limited on range, 0 to 2, so you don't have quite the same range you normally had. So the rest of your swarming ships have to be in pretty close. But what talents are you looking at for RB heavies? I mean, I don't hate expert handling on them, to be honest. Like, if it's the difference between, you know, maybe taking a range 1 or a range 2 shot when you've got that one agility backed up by 8 health... I think, you know, it, it's a nice to have that extra maneuverability, which when you pair it with some of the configs that come with this ship uh, can be pretty good. But I think, you know, especially if you're going to take maybe a couple of the Onyx Squadrons and also take Lytandry, like any of them having expert handling to give them that white barrel roll so they can actually maximize on the effect of Lytandry being in that Defender's side arc, and then making sure that they still have the range, like that's it's not bad. Yeah, and those those two configurations are actually pretty affordable too. Uh, so you have the two uh, configurations: maneuver assist MGK three hundred configuration is two points, uh, and that one's pretty straightforward. You reduce the difficulty of your uh, speed three straight and bank maneuvers, so it gives you a little perk there on maneuvering. That'll actually help out light and too uh, to get quickly into the appropriate arc, so you can trigger those rerolls. And then you also obviously have the other configuration, which is three points. Target assist, uh, before you engage, if you have no green tokens and are not stressed, gain one calculate token for each enemy ship at range two to three in your firing arc to a maximum of two. Uh, So again, this could synergize really well if uh, you're able to reposition, um, lose the stress from expert handling, obviously, on your barrel roll, reposition, and then get the uh, modification you need, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a really strong combination. You know, you get the the mods, you know, on offense and defense if you need them. Uh, it is a nine-point kind of modification if you take both of those cards, which, I mean, still, at 36 points, you know, that only brings you up to 45. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, you can fit four of those in a list and have room for other upgrades, and I think that's completely viable. It's a lot to chew through. All right, Carson, you've been pretty quiet so far. Um, what's the lowdown? Uh, I was just hope? sitting around uh, building some A-Wing lists. <laughs> Too many pilots to pick from. Just, just kind of zoned out on those heavies. Um, well, it's funny, like, looking at these A-Wings, um, it's just, like, same thing that they did with the TIE heavies. Like, all of these pilots look, like, pretty awesome at their points. Like, I mean, we were excited about all these cards, and it's like, seeing the points, it's like, wow, you're, you're just getting... Give this stuff to us for this cheap like all right oh it's uh, it's ridiculous cool. <laughs> you can fit four rz2 a wings all with initiative five easily into a 200 point list with upgrades right yeah it's almost like why did you make these upgrades so cheap like what am i gonna do like put <laughs> missiles on my a wings <laughs> fine all right i guess yeah i mean we got sefton vanek um joining the um very crowded initiative five slot for the resistance. <laughs> uh, another initiative five a wing. Uh, we're up to four of those now, which is great. You can have four initiative five a wings or mix and match them with all of the other great initiative five <laughs> resistance pilots. Uh, I mean, Sefton's ability like um, feels very similar to tally. You're getting like a kind of minor defensive boost in your squad. Really what you're paying for is that initiative five. And, you know, sometimes you do get 
some tactical options with this ability. Uh, I know Ray certainly would love some evade tokens being passed her way. Uh, well, so one of the things I think is cool about Sefton, right? So after you perform a boost action, you may transfer one evade token to a friendly ship at range one. Um, so you could get the get the evade and then obviously refine gyro stabilizers, linking that into a red boost so you can trigger this. Um, this one, so it kind of reminds me of like, which, which is the uh, IG droid that can pass calculate tokens at the start of the round? Uh, IGA. Yeah, so the, yeah. you get kind of that weird like circumstantial on its own doesn't seem super amazing, but when you're like lining up a whole bunch of these A-wings, to have that option where, all right, I know my opponent's going to shoot one of the other A-wings I've got, I'll throw them an extra and evade this turn. I think that does sync up pretty good with Tally, like kind of like synergizing together um, so that you can split up which target people shoot at. It kind of reminds me of um, like Obi-Wan or Plo Koon too over on the Jedi side. Where like circumstantially, you got to figure out who needs the tokens when. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, usually you want that focus for the A wings with the optics, but yeah, it's good. I got a question for you. So, speaking of the Jedi, who wins the Initiative Five trophy, Resistance or Republic? Ooh, good question. Um, I think it's Resistance. Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> well, that settles that. No, you you would know. You're you're right. You're probably right. <laughs> You'd be the one to know the correct answer. So um, both of them have had great initiative five pilots go up in points. Um, but I think I think resistance has more initiative five pilots move to sell. Fair. Well, I mean, the RZ2 is pretty well established, too. It's a reliable platform at the price points they've had it at. And this new ship is comparable to the existing I-5. So I expect it'll do well. Um, but I mean, there's a reason I play both those factions, right? Like it's a tough choice on those initiative five pilots. You know, I should really be able to pronounce this cause it's like the same letter sequence as my last name. <laughs> uh, Roby Trice. Um, this is a pretty awesome ability as well. 35 points. Um, you know, just getting in close and disincentivizing your opponent from attacking you, you know, making your opponent make those tough choices. Uh, always great. Yeah, Roby's got after you defend an attack at range one. If the attacker modified its dice, the attacker gains one deplete token. Yep, just some nice control. Protect your A-wings a little bit. Um, I think Roby's like, I mean, it's great, but it's like I'm probably paying one more point for Sefton or Tally um, or looking at Greer. I, the other um, lower initiative pilots, I think, look really exciting. Um, Sir Linda... Um, 33 points for just like you read that text and you're like, really? They put that on a card. All right. Uh, <laughs> it seems they put kind that of on RZ2. Um, great. After you partially execute a maneuver, you may gain one strain token to rotate 90 uh, or 180 degrees. Yeah, this ability is kind of crazy. Um, so we've seen abilities that let you rotate before. Um, doesn't, uh, John, is it uh, Sienna Re over on the Empire side that lets you do this? Uh, I think so. So like we've seen the rotates before the weird like the fact that this trigger I mean really anything that can trigger off of a partially executed maneuver which as we've seen evidenced by the Nantaxes within Snare back in the day and their their ship ability um, is usually pretty good and being able to rotate on a whim both when you overlap an enemy ship or one of your friendly ships there's a lot of versatility to this ability right so like I could intentionally. Um, going into the activation phase, if I don't know what my opponent's going to do, I could decide to then block my Sir Linda, 
and then trigger the rotate so I can get a firing arcs where I need to. Or if I just get caught off guard and I don't know where, you know, where I want to be pointing and then I get blocked, I can just point it pretty much in any direction. It's kind of crazy. Right. I mean, the thing you do have to keep in mind is you are losing, you know, your action, right? Because you did bump. So I think this is going to be best used, you know, when you're trying to block a ship, um, just, you know, run at them um, and then kind of cover the field with the rest of your ships, which is not hard to do when you have a whole swarm of A-wings. Um, you know, Sir Linda can have like intimidation or something, get that block and then rotate in a good spot, you know, to keep that pressure um, on the other ships. And yeah, like I think at initiative three, like there's going to be a lot of times where that's going to be an effective blocker. And we've talked, uh, I think Robin was one of the early A-Wings to get spoiled there, but they, they've done a good job of putting some really cool abilities at the lower initiatives. Um, because obviously there's a great appeal to I-5 because that's relevant just in general, like as a core mechanic to have a higher initiative. Um, but like Merle Coben at I- I-1's got a pretty interesting ability. While a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 performs a primary attack, if you're in the defender's bullseye, the defender rolls one fewer defense dice. And Merle comes in at just 32 points, so the same as a blue squadron recruit. Right, I think that was the one that really made me do a double take, like, really the same same price as a blue squadron recruit. right and like i was happy taking a blue squadron recruit like the thing is like yes um it's not that much of a price jump um from the initiative one to the initiative five a wings and like they can leverage that initiative but if you want to take five a wings you do kind of have to include some lower initiative pilots uh, to be able to squeeze everything in and like usually you were taking you know one or two blue squadron recruits so you could have some you know good top end pilots um to balance out your five a wings and now you you know don't even have to compromise on getting uh good abilities i mean merle's got exactly what you want uh, with that initiative one pilot you know you can put intimidation on for some extra great blocking or just have that built in with that pilot ability um i, I think blocking is going to be the best way to get yourself in that defender's bullseye you know, deny their action. Now you're taking away a defense die. You put intimidation on top there. That's another one um, removed. So suddenly all those other two attack dice ships um, that you have are going to really pile on damage. And Merle does seem like a pretty good accent to an A-wing list that's got the four initiative five RZ2s um, where like you then have the really low initiative blocker so you can play both ends of the uh, initiative spectrum. And just, you know, keep them loaded out pretty simply. You could put Heroic on there, but it's never worth it. So I wouldn't recommend doing that. You know what else seems kind of too cheap? But here we are. Starbird Slash. <laughs> this upgrade is I, way too cheap, I think. Um, so Starbird. Hey, you know what? I love that building A-Wings just got so easy. Okay, <laughs> one point for Heroic, one point for Starbird Slash. Cool. You're done. Uh, we're done, right? Um, Starbird Slash uh, reads, after you fully execute a maneuver, you may choose one enemy ship you move through. That ship gains one strain token. Then if you're in that ship's firing arc, you gain one strain token. And this is just, just one point, which seems kind of crazy. Like, that's definitely an auto-include. It's getting paid off for things that A-Wings were doing already. That's what I love about this card. <laughs> you were already just zipping past them and flipping that arc. Um, and now those attacks get to connect because they're getting some strain. This card's way too good at one point. Right? <laughs> but I'm going to wait a year from now after we've had another points adjustment and it goes up to two and both of you are crying unplayable like every other one point upgrade that went up to two this year. 
Well, but so far we've been right about that every time, I'm pretty sure. Have you seen a crack shot recently? Yep, I just played with two of them. They're great. It doesn't count if you prove us wrong by your decisions. I mean, that is, like, when you are looking at the higher initiative A-Wing pilots, like, you do kind of want some more expensive talents um, because you have the room for it. And, like, it is going to be tough to decide on crack shot or starboard slash. Like, um, Well, can't you just take them both? Well, I want heroic, too. (laughs) And that is why you fail. Yeah. I need three talent slots on these. (laughs) (laughs) We need an up FFG underpowered (laughs) RZ2s need a need a boost. Um, So you can run Tally with heroic and starboard Sefton with heroic and starboard ZZ with heroic and starboard Lulo with heroic and starboard and then Merle with either starboard or heroic. You're going to have to choose Uh, that. It just comes in at 197. So you get a three point bid there. I'm out. See ya. (laughs) You done with (laughs) X-Wing? I'm uh I'm going to Marvel Champions full time. <laughs> oh good. We're like I said we're going to become a Marvel Champions podcast one day and it'll, the transition will happen so smoothly people won't even notice. Hey, we've got a couple games, you know, we've talked about Keyforge, Marvel Champions, Slay the Spire, like if X-Wing goes down, we have options, man. We're ready to go, yeah. Don't worry guys, Radio TCX never ends. Uh, A-Wings aren't the only thing on the menu, though, for the Resistance. That's a great segue. I'm really proud of that one. Uh, we also have new X-Wing pilots, or I guess some returning X-Wing pilots, too, with new abilities. Yeah, we got Poe. We got Temin. We've definitely talked about these pilots a decent amount. Um, but, yeah, the fancy Commander General Poe, 65 points compared to 67 for... Um, more of his selfish pilot ability. Uh, this feels like a pretty good um, distribution there. Like, I think this more support Poe is not quite as good as um, that Initiative 6, just like Ace Poe. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still pretty good, right? Like, it's, it's still pretty great. Um, and so it's, like, right along that price point, just a little cheaper. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like that classic trade-off, too, where, like, circumstantially, I feel like Resistance Commander Poe could could be so much better if you're really synergizing because the trigger-happy Flyboy Poe just getting basically double actions every turn, that's obviously really good. That's old-school first edition push the limit, and that was always a pretty good value. This one where you have the two charges, so you have to spend them both to give another ship an action. You could use that on yourself. You could use that on a friendly ship. Um, you can obviously only do it every other turn because you're getting one charge back each turn. Um, still seems pretty good, and I think that would pair pretty well with some of those A-Wing pilots. Yeah, I mean, I know Lulo likes having focus lock, right? Like, that's great. Yeah, and, like, if you can get to a point where, you know, we were running, uh, what was the what was the list, Carson, where we were running two T-70s and the A-Wing? That was pretty oh, solid. Well, that was the danger zone Danger list. zone, yeah. yeah. Um, the list you almost took to Gen Con in 2019, right? Well, I took the Republic version of it. Basically the same, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Temin's also here. He's great. Um, you know, very powerful supportability. You are paying a decent amount, 54 points for that. Um, yeah, but, that's the I one mean, where um, uh, it's di- very different than his old ability, where at the start of engagement, uh, each friendly T-70 X-Wing at range 0 to 3 may gain a strain to flip their equipped configuration upgrade, and if it does, you get a calculate token. So you, if you time that right, you can get a lot of modification with your T-70s. 
yeah, I mean, this is great. You you want to be barrel rolling with those T70s, but you also want maximum firepower. If you don't quite line up that bullseye, just use Temmin to flip them over. Hopefully you did dodge that arc, so the strain's not going to be a big cost. Is this Sai or Kai? Um, I think it's this one's Kai. pretty awesome. Kai Thrinali. Uh, this is like... I really just like the design of this one. Um, 49 points, like... Not paying too much... Uh, more for that ability. Um, but yeah, usually, you know, when you're taking those kind of middle initiative um, T70s, like you're going to have a, a block of, of dudes. And so you can have Kai be in the back and then move forward, move through some of your friendlies um, and just get that extra evade. Yeah, because Kai's ability after you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through a friendly ship, you may perform an evade action. Um, yeah, I feel like this would synergize pretty well in like a Jess Pavelis too, where you're already flying in a block, and then when you need to, you can just get that extra bit of modification. Um, I don't think it would hold up too well on its own, because that would just get harder and harder to trigger over time when the fight breaks out. Um, seems like one where you're going to kind of want to keep him in formation and then just flip Kai ahead, go, what, two two speeds faster than the other ship, just to tuck ahead and still keep in formation. I feel like this next one is just like an Andy pilot uh (laughs) andy myers yeah you know just that that low initiative but high value t70 pilot ability um when you attack um, and the defender's initiative is higher than yours you can change a blank result to a focus result uh i mean not really a fancy ability but man this is gonna do some work you know you just always are focusing with nimi here and I mean, that's what you want to do with those lower initiative pilots and like changing one blank result. And then you can still spend your focus to convert all the other focus results you got. Like that's going to make that three attack dice um, X-Wing very accurate, um, push through a lot of damage. And uh, so these these two seem really cool. I am kind of sad that they are at four and two initiative respectively. Because like I feel like they could have tweaked them a little bit so they all could have landed at three and synergized a little bit more with Jess because that would get pretty annoying to fly them all together and have to figure out those dials that way because that does put a p- pretty big limit on you, right? Hey, let me tell you, um, resistance pilots have been doing that for a while. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it's not going to be an issue. You, you just get used to it. Uh, unless you're bad like me and then you just play all the same initiative A-wings. Um, <laughs> And just make most of your decisions when you're flipping dials, right? Right. It's top tier play right there. Oh, oops, I accidentally starboard slashed you there. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, here's a good training wheels card for me. Backwards tail slide, um, because obstacles don't matter anymore. Two points. Also, you get a free evade. Seems good. Uh, it's not that they don't matter. This card doesn't let you ignore them. You can just move through them. Yeah, that's a little different. You have to pay the cost. It's pretty. That's pretty big, actually. While you boost or barrel roll, if your equipped configuration upgrade has the closed side face up, you can move through and overlap obstacles. After you boost or barrel roll through an obstacle, if you are not at range zero of it, gain one evade token. So you could boost and barrel roll through it, but you're still going to suffer. Like if it's a rock, you're still going to roll for damage, right? All the normal stuff. That evade will do you a lot of good when you're strained from going through a gas cloud. <laughs> I mean, if you get to the other side and there's a gas cloud between you, I think that strain's going to be not that big of a deal, right? Yeah, compared to getting the evade token and the guaranteed result, that seems all right. 
I think there. What's the math on that? I feel like we need to have a fourth member of this podcast just to do math for us. Yeah, I have to do math uh, at school now, so I'm not doing math on the podcast anymore. I think that's how that works. Right? That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I have a psych degree. Don't ask me. I'm not good at anything. And I already do enough work editing the podcast, so I feel like I've already contributed more than enough. All right, Underslung Blaster Cannon. Are we excited about this? I mean, I think it's cool, like, thematically to be in the game. Um, I don't think T-70s really need it. I don't know. Like, they don't really seem to have an issue keeping ships in arc, right? Uh, I think, like, thematically, it seems pretty on point, and it's pretty affordable three points so it's cool to see like we all saw that sweet underslung cannon show up in the force awakens and then that was just never reflected in the t70 which seemed kind of sad um so it's good to like finally see it really show up here i don't think you count you don't count hotshot blaster from first edition as the same thing right was that supposed to be what that was i mean i think maybe um it's got at least the same vibe um but now it's different right I just don't like all the setup of having to take a lock. I'm lazy. I just always want to take a focus. That that's that's really I think where I'm at with Underslung Blaster Cannon. I, I don't want to stop taking focus actions. All right, Overdrive Thrusters. This is a weird card. We're we're upping our boosts, barrel rolls, and slams by a speed. Uh, with actually like just a very aesthetic uh, points cost. The points for this card equals exactly the initiative of that next thing you're putting it on well that's intuitive at least um uh barrel rolls speed two barrel rolls are kind of insane i mean i guess actually a speed two boost is also just as insane um it exclusively has to be red boost and barrel rolls right which makes sense with the config yeah i mean this is gonna take some <laughs> really like i'm gonna have to put this on the table and see because like there's definitely times where like having access to that that slower barrel roll that slower boost like you know the more precise maneuvering like is very helpful um but like that is a lot of repositioning especially if you're looking at like poe being able to do both right um in the same turn right i mean yeah like you could just barrel and then boost like a two bank boost like you're just gone right like that's like better than just slamming away. Well, I think like so many repositioning abilities, obviously it's more valued at the higher initiative. I don't, I don't think you'd pay six points for this on Poe. I don't know. That seems like too much for something you're not going to necessarily use all the time. Um, I do really like it in lists with Temin though, right? Because you're going to be wanting to barrel roll um, and then he can just flip that back so you can get that modification. Like, that feels pretty good. It's got to be red, though, right? Um, but yeah, when we're looking at Poe, I think I think the first six points I am spending is probably an R2-D2, right? Like, Yeah, R2-D2 seems really good. This is this is crazy. I mean, like, same price as a R2 Astromech here um, with a better ability. Yeah, so Resistance R2-D2 has four charges um, with two ways to spend them. Uh, first one... A bit aggressive during the end phase you can spend one charge and one of your shields to remove a red token um it's gonna work pretty good with poe there because he's always gonna be kind of stressed right 
Um, and then also during the end phase, if you have no active shields, you can spend two charges to recover one shield and gain a deplete token. Um, I mean, this is awesome because, I mean, mainly you're looking at that second ability of getting those shields back. Um, what's nice about this is like the in-game costs for getting those shields back is just like so little. Um, like you get two uses out of this because you have those four charges. Uh, you get a shield back. And then getting that deplete token, like, okay, well, then you're just going to set a blue maneuver with Poe, like. Yeah, kind of no big deal, right? And you can still um, attack. And if, and if you don't need, if you do need to run, like, okay, then you don't have to worry about it. It's a deplete, not a strain, right? Um, and so defense is still up. Well, and like with the repositioning options you have on the T72, sometimes dropping that shield to remove that red token at a clutch moment might be everything because it, it stinks to spend a shield, you know, basically taking a damage that way. But if it's going to mean you don't get a massive attack on you, I mean, that's definitely worth one shield. Trade that for four damage any day. Well, so see, I see it working the other way where, um, you know, plan A is use R2-D2 to bring shields back on. I don't know. We're just going to keep using Poe as the example here. Um, but if the ship with R2-D2 isn't the target, right, you're not losing shields. They're attacking your other ships. Uh, well, then now you can spend those shields um, to, you know, keep the pressure on with this ship um, and protect your other ships, right? And so that's a lot of flexibility for just six points. I mean, Astromech slot, it's always a tough one um, just because there's so many great choices. Oh, but, yeah. Wow. Is this a good one? Yeah. This R2-D2 lives up to the name for sure. Yeah. So lots of cool stuff uh, in these expansions. I feel like, you know what? I can pretty confidently recommend both of these expansions if you're looking to expand either the Resistance or the Imperial Faction. Yeah. I mean, John and I might have both gotten too many of these expansions, <laughs> um, but I don't feel that way. <laughs> Neither what do is I. too many? Six. I mean, yeah, lots. Six heralds of hope might be too many. You're right. <laughs> I mean, at least the models are sweet in both cases. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go into Facebook.com/slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. Please consider going on iTunes and leaving the podcast a five-star review saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us. And thank you to everyone who's already become a supporter of the show. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. You think about how much, man. Wait, John, were you born after the special editions came out? I'm 24, Tim. Call me some slack. I don't know if that's a yes or no. I I don't know when things happened. Didn't they come out in 97 or 98? Uh, I believe it was 97. Might have been 98. I was going to see A New Hope when they re-released it in theaters with my family. Yeah, May 25th, 19... Wait, no, that's not right. That's the wrong year. Uh... Yeah, 97. Yeah, 97. Okay. Okay. I was not quite one when they came out, but I was alive. (laughs)
Oh. Tim, Revenge of the Sith was the first Star Wars movie I saw in the theater. <laughs> and I was definitely not old enough to see that in the theater. <laughs> Anakin's burning corpse. Dude, I had uh, nightmares. I was like eight. I don't even think I was eight. I was like seven or eight. That would be so scary, actually. All right, here we go. 